Hello, welcome to Spatial Perspectives. This week I have a very special guest. Not only is he an old friend and previous business associate, but in the world of augmented reality, he needs no introduction at all. Mr. Paul Travers, founder and CEO of Vuzix. Welcome, Paul. How are you? Hey, Dan. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on board. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And I'm good. There's no complaints these days. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, given the, the current uh, conditions and times. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you have a, a long history of being in the industry. And, you know, normally I like to start off with uh, a little hype, especially coming off of CES, which I'll get to in a moment, which is a consumer electronics show for those who don't know. But I want to pull up a little bit of your history and show people that you've actually been in this business since probably before 1999. But one of the first products you ever made was a VR headset. And, and feel free to talk about uh, what, what we're seeing and what's going on here. Yeah, this is a product called the VFX One. It, it was the world's first consumer virtual reality headset system. And this is one of our next generations later down the road from it. Uh, you can see we were trying to get smaller and smaller over time. Yeah. <laughs> that first headset actually went into development in 93 and shipped. I think it actually shipped in 94. And that might have been from 95, the picture that you were showing there. I can't remember it all, but it was. Right. It was, Big bulky, but those were the first VR systems. We worked with, you know, Quake. There were hundreds of titles that worked with that thing. And yeah. We sold a boatload of them in our first quarter, but the technology had a long way to go. I mean, VR is only just now starting to make its its way in the world. And so the right. next, from that, that was 90, after 97, that next pair of glasses you saw, you know, I, I actually, that came from a company called Forte. And I bought that company back from all the outside shareholders. And that's where Vuzix came from, actually. We started there. Yeah. And then you got, after the video I wear, you actually got into augmented reality. And, and when we were associated with one another, we actually released this product, the M100, into the market, um, which was an augmented reality monocular device. Yes. This was actually before Google Glass. I mean, it was right on top of each other. But... We were in development. They were in development sort of at the same time. Um, that got best in show at CES, in fact, when we announced that thing, you might recall. So that was a, that was a good win for Vuzix. Before that, though, Vuzix did a lot of work for the U.S. military. We were making thermal weapon sight engines, you know, the right. back end of them and stuff. And special forces, there was a product we built called TACI, which was one of our first, I wouldn't really call it augmented reality, but it was a monocular, you know, and you could throw a robot from a company called iRobot in the building and drive it around and you could see the view from the robot in these glasses. And those special forces guys asked us if we could make glasses that look like Oakley style sunglasses. And that's really what's been driving music. Lightweight, small, wearable, truly usable in the field compared to these VR headsets, which are cool and you can do a lot with them, but they're, you know, they're immersive devices. AR, from our perspective, are devices that allow you to work be in the real world, get things done, but get access to information that you would have to have a tablet or a computer for, but all hands-free sort of thing. So. Right. And and the glasses, many of the augmented reality devices up to this point have been sort of clunky and bulky. And I know you guys have been working very hard on see-through technology, waveguide technology. And, and I, I'll just hold up a pair of one of your products, the Blade, um, 
which is see-through and more like sunglasses. But you guys just came back from the Consumer Electronics Show, and, and you guys win every year. But this year, you won three awards for a new design, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, every year we, we do unique stuff. We push the envelope a little bit further in the space. Yeah, these are our next generation smart glasses. And one of the first things you'll notice is the size of the temples, the size of these glasses, the look and feel are more advanced, I think, than any smart glasses on the planet today. Um, they use these amazing waveguides and they have these little tiny micro LED display engines. I think it's gonna show it right here in just a second. This is, this is just truly amazing that we've been able to shrink the displays down to be that small. That little engine, if you point it up on the wall, would project an image up on the wall, um, size of the head on a Lincoln Penny, right? So that's a really tiny display engine. You put it in the temples, there's a pair of them, binoculars, so the imagery just floats out in front of you. Admittedly, it's not a hollow lens, it's not spatial computing per se, but there are so many things that you can do with a pair of glasses that are light enough and look fashion forward that people would actually wear compared to something like a hollow lens. And I'm not trying to throw hollow lens under the bus or magic leap. I mean, they're big and they're bulky, they're expensive. Music's a theme is lightweight, truly wearable, things you can go to wear to work with and you'll actually want to wear. So our first function is form factor, critical. I mean, think about it. If you're working on a job site for eight hours a day wearing one of these things, you, you know, you got to get through an eight hour day without having a headache. And our glasses are really more about that. These guys you see back here, the ones under the black cap right there, they weigh like 2.8 ounces. We have doctors that open heart surgery for 16 hours kinds of operations that they're teaching with. And they wear these glasses through the entire operation, no problems. Yeah, that's it's rather interesting too, because um, the use cases have exploded with augmented reality, especially I think with this COVID time. And um, I know that, um, that following you guys on the website, I see a lot of different use cases that are being published with, uh, with, with your, using your technology these days. It's, it's amazing, Dan. I mean, if you think about it, <clears throat> excuse me, the problem today is you can't go anywhere. You can't get off a plane in China and inspect your plants. In this particular case, if you're that EMT on that, on that emergency truck, it takes 10 or 15 minutes to get to the hospital. The person that you're trying to get there could have severe problems by the time they get there if they're not getting help. So this is remote support, what you're seeing here in the medical fields, right? You, you saw some examples of an ICU where they're doing an intubation. You're doing the intubation, the glasses are on and it's streaming live to a doctor. Not that doctors are on golf courses right now because they're not, but he could be <laughs> anywhere on the planet earth with his phone seeing what you're doing in the ICU and helping you literally, he can touch his phone, draw on a phone. And what you see in the eyepiece is the circle that says cut the blue wire, not the red wire kind of stuff. So yeah. remote support, remote help training. And today it's like Zoom. Zoom is everywhere. It's changed the way things get done today. And that's exactly where most of the business applications are right now. I mean, we have people looking at warehouse picking, you know, there's people that are doing in-store picking with it. There's work instructions. There's all kinds of places. I mean, it's the future of computing, right? But, you know, in this case, this is remote support where you, that technician might live on this boat. You're never going to get another person to get on site in on that boat right now because of COVID. They won't let anybody else on that boat because they don't want the disease there. Right. He, he doesn't know how to fix that antenna. 
So yep. what he does is he puts the glasses on, he makes a call to an expert who can help him fix that antenna, and he gets all that as if the expert came to the boat, even though he couldn't come to the boat, really. And you think about what that does from the perspective of time, Dan. You know, you got a technician who's, let's say, repairing equipment in China, and he's got to visit five cities. He might get that done in a week or two. Whereas if you got the glasses just sitting there, in a day, he could visit every single one of them and, and adjust the equipment, make sure it's running appropriately, or inspect the plants. Or it, it's just amazing how this is going to change the future. It's not just about COVID. It's people on airplanes, it's million milers, it's being green, you know, this wearable hands-free, lightweight, truly all-day use cases. Um, it's just showing up all over the planet. Now our revenues and business is growing commensurate with it. Yeah, now I've, I've seen your stock. It's been it's been growing, and uh, I mean, after all the years you've been in business, I, I'm sure that that's a, a welcome sight, right? Well, it's it's very helpful for us to grow our business to have a healthy stock price. So that's for sure, and it's a sign that this industry is finally here. If you think about it, Dan, this is the future of computing, right? And the guys who get that right from the software and solution side of it through to the hardware, which Musix is playing on both sides of those fence. The guys who get that right, they're in billion dollar industries. So it's nice to see the stock finally behaving like we are one of the lead players in this space. It's got a long way to go though, but we're excited. Yeah. We're excited by the current trends. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, Dan, you think about some of the other companies that are out there right now, they're big dogs, some of these companies. And you know, some of them are talking about the new glasses that they're getting ready to ship and all they are, are camera glasses, let's say. And right. These camera glasses are big. They're like odd looking. They're with this display tech, look how small this thing is. That is the display that goes in our next generation smart glasses. With that guy right there, you can fit them in the temple of these glasses. These glasses have noise canceling microphones. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Um, uh, they, they have basically everything, Dan. This version of them here, there's enough space in these guys to even run with LTE radios. So this hmm. is effectively a phone. Yes. Often it has everything, dual cameras, binocular display systems. You know, some of these other companies are coming out, like I said, just with a camera and they look like, you know, not to throw Google under the bus, but they look like that glass hole look a little bit. So <laughs> it, it's important. People want to put these glasses on and not feel like they just stepped off their Starship Enterprise. And, that's the cool thing about what Musix is doing all these years of IP, you know, all the way back to the US military saying, can you make Oakley glasses? And they call it the Oakley gate. And when you do half the military will buy them, we've been working on solving that problem with Musix and it's finally coming together for us. But you're right, um, you know, people, um, they, they're vain. You know, people don't wanna look like goofballs out on, out on the street and certainly having something that's more form fitting and looks like glasses uh, takes away that stigma and they're able to use the product for what it really can do. And I think you're probably getting to the point where what you've been saying all along is that these are going to replace cell phones. We might be there pretty soon. Uh, like I said, this other pair, they have an LTE radio on them. You can make phone calls with them. You can get on the web with them. You can do things like look across the street, the camera well, know the, the restaurant you're looking at, and it'll put the Yelp scores up. You don't have to take your phone out of your pocket. You're at the baseball game. You're watching your kid 
it's first hit of the ball and it's having <laughs> your face jammed down in your phone pointed to the crossover you're just watching the game and it's being recorded through the glasses so they're game changing and it's the beginnings of leaving your phone in your pocket now we believe in spatial computing and ultimately whales jumping out of floors and all of that stuff but you know i think magic leap has proven that if it's expensive and you look like a box of rocks it doesn't matter this can you. work yeah it doesn't work i mean you got to solve the more fundamental problems first and that's really where music's focus has always been we've had to be because you know we've had to survive through very difficult challenging times you know dan because you've been on board with us in the back <laughs> yes you yes know, the other piece that's really cool now dan is it's no longer the what is it the hammer looking for the nail kind of a thing right off the shelf solutions you, you could put our glasses on right now join a zoom call just like we were here i could walk through the building you could see what we're doing. I could give you a tour of our plant floor. None of that software needs to be invented. It's not like I got to go to a company and say, well, for $250,000, we can figure out how to make it do those things. We have an app store with 150 plus, I think, applications on it right now. They're just plug and play connectors for Zoom, Skype, basically all of the social media kinds of apps. Um, it just works today. It's, it's no and longer solving the software problem. Yeah, and I, I noticed that you guys have also started up a software group now so that you are in the apps business to go along with your headsets and eyewear. Yes, and you're going to see more of that coming out of music's coming up. I mean, these solutions are the things that make it all work in the end, right? And we've really got a racehorse of a pair of glasses, the M400 back there, and then the M4000, which has the optical see-through waveguides with it yes these things are like the cream of the crop today you know 4k cameras in them you know they're designed to perform and now it's just the right platform and you can imagine a ton of verticals where if you have the right application and the right apis for it um it's just millions and millions and millions of dollars to be saved on the enterprise front and you'll see a pile of that stuff coming from music so it's going to embed us make us sticky make our hardware the best solution because the software is wrapped into it I, and i don't want to you know we've been talking about military and and industrial side and medical side i don't want to leave out the consumer side you guys have actually created something that for the everyday uh swimmer out there and i'll just put this up so people can see but go ahead tell us about it yeah well this is what we call smart swim um it, um, that gentleman who's wearing them right now actually is the guy who invented them and built them and wrote all the software and it's all automated. You put the glasses on, your workout gets loaded into the glasses. It pushes you through the workout. It does the timing for you. It measures turns, those kinds of things. And when you get bored swimming, it can become like a Peloton where you can watch movies, you know, those kinds of things while you're wearing the glasses because it's Wi-Fi connected. When you come up, for just a stroke or a breath, it reestablishes the Wi-Fi connection and it pulls in whatever content you happen to be doing. I don't know if you swim or not, Dan, but it's a damn boring sport. Pardon <laughs> me. What are you doing, right? You're, you're looking at a line on the bottom of a swimming pool for a half an hour to some people exercise swimming for four hours. And you know, this, this is a great tool for people. It's full color, it allows you to, to do a lot when you're bored sitting in a swimming pool. On the flip side of the coin, it's an amazing tool, GPS in the thing. So when you're out doing open water swims, 
straight line, beeline. You know, one of the problems with open water swimming is you got to put your head up and look for the target, the buoy that you're swimming for, right? right. People go over here and then they come back over here and they add like, you know, some people many, 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 many yards <laughs> to their swim. This thing will keep you on track, straight line to the buoy. And while you're going, it will help you pacing because it knows what 50 yards is. It knows what 100 yards is. And so if you're trying to get to be a good swimmer in distance swimming, and you know that you can do 50 yards in 30 seconds, let's say, it keeps you on that pace to teach you to do that in the open water. Some people burn out. They do the first you know, thousand yards at 27 seconds and they can't finish the race because they right. burnt them up in the first hundred yards. <laughs> so this pacing stuff is really important to learn how to get down. And these glasses, that happens to be my brother, the gentleman who was wearing those glasses. And he's a distance swimmer and, and he knows what it is to, to burn out in the middle of the ocean kind of a thing when you're doing a race. So he's built all these software tools to help make that work well. So it's, it's an amazing well I've noticed that uh, Dr. Steve Mann has been uh, using those glasses out on the open ocean uh, this winter up in Canada. So you've been getting a little publicity for that. Yes, yeah, so if you call me on Lake Ontario, the ocean, sure thing, Dan. Yeah, <laughs> he's out there. Uh, yeah, he likes the glasses. Steve Wood, I mean, he, you know, he's been in this technology, I think, longer than anybody I know. He has. Yeah. And, he has uh, been. I think he likes it that he can get in the water with the glasses. So what's what's down the road for 2021 for you guys? Uh, you're going to launch, or you plan to launch the new headset, the new glasses, yes. and anything else coming in there that we should uh, hear about? Uh, Dan, there's applications, partnerships. There's so many things that Vuzix is doing right now. It should be a, an exciting 2021. Uh, you know, we're public, so I can't really divulge secrets in advance, <laughs> but I can offer that it's... um. We got a lot of stuff going on. We have a tendency to share a lot about what we're doing at the company. We put out a reasonable number of press releases. You'll see a lot more of that in some very exciting areas and with some big partners. Well, congratulations, Paul. It seems like it's all finally coming together. And, um, you know, I'm, the unfortunate uh, situation with COVID may have helped push that along a little bit, but I think your time's finally, finally here. I, thanks, Dan. I, you know, the one thing about COVID, even from the perspective of doing things green and being, I mean, it's forced everybody to find other ways to get things done that isn't about driving cars all over the planet, isn't about being on airplanes and productivity has gone up. And so COVID sad, it's really sad to have yes. a thousand Americans, let alone the rest of the world. I, I'm, you know, I feel bad for every single person who's lost their life or has been challenged by it, but I hope it's, taught and is teaching the world a lesson of, in a lot of different areas. And I think as it relates to what Vuzix does and how we can help people get back to work, it's been great for Vuzix. Well, Paul, I want to thank you for taking the time. Um, I'm sure the audience is going to find uh, this very informative and, and they're probably going to learn something from this and they're probably going to keep an eye on your company. And uh, I think you'll have a bunch of new users in the near future. Yeah, sounds great, Dan. Thanks. Hey, we'll do this again down the road if you'd like. I'd love to. So thank you very much. You bet.